Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the CBS Community <laughs> of Summers in Philadelphia. Continue with their Hashem. And we have our eyes on the prize now. We are set here at the final paragraph of the final parak of the third out of four sections of Derech Hashem. So here we are, a, a momentous morning over here. We are in Perakei of Chela Gimel. That's Chela Gimel Perakei, Simon Zayn, Gimel Hay Zayn. And the Ramchal is going to be wrapping up the Perak of the section, the final Perak of the section that was on the topic of Nevuah. And the final Perak on the topic of Nevuah was the differences and distinctions between the Nevuah of Moshe and the Nevuah of everyone that's not Moshe. And the Ramchal is going to bring in one last um, idea over here, which is something that is actually in common with all experiences of all prophets, whether you're Moshe, whether you're someone else. Uh, he's going to even throw in a little splash of Kleisel to Harsinai. Um, but the point that he's going to make is a point that's, that's universal to everyone. So in the older editions, we pointed out that, you know, most of the paragraphs are introduced by little, like, um, headlines. I don't know if, if uh, the Olam has it in their editions. Here, I have... Right before Zion, it says, Nevuas Yisrael b'matan Torah. So I don't have that. I know in the, in the Feldheim edition, they put that in. That, that is not a, uh, was not written by the Ramchal, these little bullet points, these little um, paragraph headers. And this one is a little bit, you know, I would say not 100% accurate because the theme of this paragraph is not really about understanding the Nevu experience of Klai Yisrael Harsinai. Um, Klai Yisrael Harsinai is going to come in here. There was mass prophecy. 600,000 people all had prophecy there. Um, but it, it's going to be about something that links all prophets through all the generations and all their experiences together, including Moshe. And we will conclude that it could actually be a very important point. And it has to do with the following. Really, the Ramchal wants to make it clear over here that um, Nevuah does come, as we've seen, with with um, imagery. A Nevuah experience is where the Navi sees something. He sees an image, whether that's an image of uh, like a like a metaphorical, allegorical image, something that represents the prophecy, or whether it's a communication with God, but the communication will come with an image of, of, of a discussion, of conversation, of maybe someone even talking to him. That can happen. The Ramchal is going to make it very clear what that image is and what it isn't, and how the the... Navi, during his Nevu experience, has total clarity in what that image is and what that image is not. But we've seen this already, this concept of tziurim, images, visions, and that which are the hallmark of Nevuah. And Ramchal wraps up the final parak and the entire topic of Nevuah by telling us what these images are and what they're not. Hine, Hanavim Kulam. Every Navi, Kulam means from top to bottom, from A to Z, including Moshe. Kamoshe ho yumasigin atziyir shohim etzitar lehem. Minakavad kamoshe zacharnu. When they perceive, visualize this image, which is what their mind is able to absorb in, in the experience of Nevuah, through that aspaklaria, that lens, which steps down, which is a step down for Hashem's own ayr, and converts it to some kind of an, an image that they perceive, that their seichel bands with. So Navi A perceives some kind of image, some visualization, there's a visual component to the Nevuah, and B, he understands what the visualization represents, whether that is metaphorical for something, it's symbolic of something, or whether that is a communication, like the image can sometimes be, you know, like the Nevi'im have, see, see beings talking with them, communicating with them, sharing ideas with them. Pirish. They grasp the, 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 the meaning, the import behind this of, of, uh, 
the divine glory, the Ur Ein Soif Baruchu, the Ur of Hashem, which has been transmuted through this through the lens, and they understand what it's representing, what the Navua is all about. How it is being received, as we said earlier, this is referring to a reference to the they know the the Aspaklaris that they're getting the Navua through. And what's the bottom line? What's the point of this Nevuah? And what are they supposed to be giving over from within this Nevuah? Also, in addition, they would be able to comprehend through the Nevuah and through the Tziur, through this imagery, through the vision, whatever form it took in their mind, they were able to use that as an insight for the glory, the essence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that's behind the scenes, that behind that seer. Because again, the seer itself is just ultimately a stepping down of Hashem's essence, Hashem's concentrated or which has which is produces the seer as it is able to be comprehended by them through all these lenses. So they're able to see there's something great and incomprehensible on the other side. In addition to all that, Kain Hoyu Masigan Amita Sadavar they were also able to grasp, and they always did grasp and understand with clarity, The most intense Navu experience with the most vivid of images that the Navi is seeing, being talking to him, communication, information, visualizations, it's just as clear to the Navi, just as vivid, that what he's seeing is not Hashem. This is not Hashem. A Navi had total clarity. This is not, I don't, I don't see a picture of God talking to me. I'm not hearing God's voice. A Navi through the Nebu will hear a voice talking to him. A Navi through the Nebu will see a visualization of, 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 of an old wise man speaking to him. A Navi through Nebu will see, you know, rays of power and light. He will see all these things in his Nebuah. As clear as he sees them and as vivid as the experience that he's visualizing is equally vivid the comprehension that this is not Hashem I know this is not Hashem that, and it's not just a muna. it's not just something that he knows through faith and belief because he has been taught and instructed that by his the Navi masters that's something that is part and parcel of the Navu experience itself is clarity that this is not clear this is not Hashem I'm not seeing Hashem I'm not hearing Hashem I'm hearing something that is transmitted through a tziur of of of, of uh, of the Nevu experience with Hashem's essence and concentrated glory on the other side, and it comes to me via this Aspaklaria through a, a again, a, a stepping down and stepping down, but it's not, I'm not Mamish hearing Hashem, I'm not Mamish seeing Hashem. That was just as clear as enough, yeah. So, um, but obviously Moshe was different. Even Moshe shares with it, shares this. Even Moshe is not really seeing Hashem, and even Moshe knows that he's not really seeing Hashem. He's seeing some, some, visualization of the experience of bonding with Hashem. And that's what even Moshe, as we said, has one aspaklaria. Only one, but even Moshe has one. Why the repetition? It's not repetition. What, what the, 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 what's being introduced in this paragraph is every Navi, regardless of how vivid his Navu is and how clear it is, is equally clear that he knows that it's not really Hashem. That, that's what he's ranting off, ranting things out with, and that's what he's concluding with. So this is the main point over here. That the Navi knows that this is not Hashem. It's the Aspaklaria. It's the lens. The filter. 
Exactly, it's coming from Hashem, but I'm not seeing Hashem firsthand. Nobody saw Hashem. Right. But we already discussed this. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, why the repetition? We already said that Moshe only had one lens, everybody else had multiple lenses. So we already, you know, already discussed and understood the fact that there are lenses in place. So, Correct. And by by us knowing the lenses in place, the Navim knew that there wasn't Hashem because they were aware, because there were distorted images or images that they didn't come clearly. So they knew there was a. So why that's why I'm saying why there was Because even after all that, there's still room for a Navi, perhaps, to mistakenly believe that I am seeing Hashem. I'm just seeing Hashem through a lot of windows. And I'm seeing Hashem directly. There's room for a Navi to think that. Ah, this is how I'm hearing Hashem just through a long, you know, uh, pipe. pipe. You know, one of those those uh, those uh, horns, those old horns at the, the old hearing aids, you know? Shifers that they used to use. I'm hearing Hashem just through a long horn. Through a long pipe. I'm seeing Hashem from a great distance. There would have been room for us to still believe that, that there, that there would be room for a Navi to make a mistake. Ramchama wants to make it very clear, because it's going to be very central to Jewish belief. The point that we're making over here is that there's no room for a Navi to make that mistake. He knows that he's not seeing Hashem directly. But wasn't that the point of the multiple lenses in the before? Because he said that they couldn't handle Hashem. And yeah, they can't handle Hashem. There have to be multiple lenses. But, but until this paragraph, there's still room for us to feel that maybe there's room for a Navi to make a mistake. The point that the Ramchal is making in this paragraph is that part of the Navi experience is that the Navi knows that he's not seeing God. That, that goes hand in hand with the Navi experience. Again, the Chiddush in this final paragraph is that there's no room for a Navi to make any mistakes. If you're receiving Navua, you're also receiving clarity that you're not really seeing Hashem. There's no room, lest we think that, yeah, we were taught, we were enlightened, we were instructed by the Ramchal, we know that it's just a lot of lessons, and we know that it's not directly Hashem, but maybe the Navi does know that, maybe there's room for the Navi to make that mistake, but the Ramchal, the main point, the final paragraph, is that if you're having authentic Navua, then by definition you can't be making mistakes, because part of the Navua is that you know this is not Hashem directly. It's part of the Navua. You understand? No. It's a new point. It's a new knech. No, I understand it's a new point, but I was under the impression the whole point of the different lenses was because... he can't handle it. Because he can't handle right. the, the, the message, the, the not the image, but, but Hashem. And now we're saying that he knows that it's not even Hashem. There's total clarity. The Navi has total clarity. Lest we think that there's room for a Navi to get up one day and say, yeah, I know I have a lot of lenses and I'm aware that there's lenses, but I'm telling you I heard God. I'm telling you that's what God sounds like. And I'm telling you I saw God. Through a lot of lenses, but I'm telling you, I saw God. Comes the last paragraph, say, no, there's no room for a Navi ever to say that. So what's the point of having the lenses if it's not really God then? Because it's the only way the, 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 the prophet can handle him. So you, you're saying handle him, but we just... Handle the Navu experience. He, his, his impressions are etched into his mind from that experience that, that his mind is able to wrap itself around. And these impressions are coming from a step-down uh, divine glory. But the what what what, what is... What is um, etched into his mind are visualizations, perceptions, images, and not the actual image of God himself, because God himself has no image. God himself has no voice. God himself has no um, body. body. Let's see that inside. Um, Yes, Yes, yeah, so where are we? Um, 
They were able to grasp clearly. That Hashem has no real image. Hashem has no real form. Even though the Nevoah necessitates the Navi taking away some form, taking away some impression, which is coming from that bonding with Hashem's light and Hashem's essence as it stepped down. But the impression, what, it, what it's translated into in his mind, it has to be translated into something that his mind can wrap itself around, that is not God himself. And it can't be, because the two are polar opposites. The mind has to wrap itself around things that can be visualized, heard, perceived. And God, there's no aspect of God that can be visualized, heard, or perceived. This is the point. The and what, what is, is etched into the Navi's consciousness, into the Navi's intelligence, is a translation, a visualization of the Nebu experience, which has been determined by God. So, just to, hopefully this will clarify things a little bit for everyone. Again, the Nebu experience is that of the Navi bonding with Hashem and having dveikus with Hashem and being at one with Hashem. And he does it by leaving his body behind. And he does it through a series of aspaklarias which are stepping down the wattage and the voltage to allow the Navi to be at one with a diminishment of Hashem. What happens during that experience where the Navi is at one with the diminishment of Hashem, if it's going to result in prophecy, so during that experience, there's going to be messages, images, information that's going to be transmitted into the Navi's mind, and that's going to come in the form of siurim. Siurim, again, is just visualizations, whether it's visualizations of, 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 of information, visualizations of dialogue, visualizations of different imagery. That's what the Nevuah will, 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 will impart into the Navi's mind in the Seichel, and that's what he re- returns to consciousness with. That Nevuah, as it is, is, is translated from the bonding with Hashem's infinite existence and essence to the Nevuah message, says the Ramchad, the Nevuah message is no longer um, an aspect of God himself, and the Navi is aware of that. The Nevuah will necessitate the Navi hearing something. The Nevuah will necessitate the Navi seeing something. The Nevuah will necessitate the Navi visualizing something. None of that anymore is, is directly God. It's Hashem. Um, now, using that experience to leave the Navi with images in his mind, but those images are no longer directly God. That's again the point of this paragraph, because God has no imagery, God has no voice, God has no has no visuals. And this is, regarding this is what was said to Klai Yisrael in our experience at Harsinai, You saw no image, you saw no picture, you only heard a voice. You didn't see anything. You, you thought you saw me. You didn't really see me. Harsinai perceived two things with total clarity. They perceive that even though the Navi has us with God, and even though that leaves a Navi behind with images, with words, with thoughts, with 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 things that he heard, Hashem himself possesses none of that. Hashem himself cannot be seen. Hashem himself cannot be perceived. Hashem himself cannot be heard. You can't really hear Hashem. Because even to hear Hashem, even to hear Hashem, requires Hashem having some kind of of, of corporeal 
Zation. It's here Hashem. That's sound waves. That's, that's, that's giving Hashem some type of form. Hashem has no aspect of him that can be perceived, visualized, or heard. After they, they all perceived Eid Harsinai, Tmuna in Chemroim. That you can't really see God, you can't really hear God, you're not really perceiving God. They also understood that they were receiving an image of Navu itself through that experience, and that hearing God was really just a convention of the Navua. It says they saw the God, the God of the, the Hebrews, the God of the Jews. They saw a visualization of speech. They didn't see God, they didn't hear God. It was a, it was a, uh, a, a um, means of, for, of convention over here to allow them to have a Navu experience. And here's something from the Rebbeinu Shalaylam. There was an image, perception, sound that they heard based on Hashem's transmission, based on Hashem's interaction. Which is along the lines of the image that you see through the Aspaklaria, through the lens. That through these lenses, they're able to have an ability to bond with God, and through these lenses, they're able to receive visualizations that capture the prophecy that they're able to receive during the Nevu experience, but those images, those pictures, the information is not ever actually part of Hashem's essence, and not directly part of Hashem, but it's something that they're able to receive via the Nevuah experience. So, Kamosha Biarno, as we said, so again, it's complicated thought, but just to put this into place, hopefully, now that we saw the whole paragraph in its entirety, we're able to press the whole thing and put the whole thing together. So yes, it's true that during the Navu experience, a Navi ascends, leaves a body behind, and is able to have Dveikos with Hashem, and is only able to have Dveikos with Hashem through the Aspaklaria. The Aspaklaria tones it down, waters it down, and steps it down. So with some aspect of Hashem's essence, he's able to bond his, his, his higher neshama uh, to be a part of a part of, a part of that step-down essence. At the same time, the secondary function of, of that aspaklaria is to be able to facilitate the nevuah, allow him to have nevuah. Nevuah is him, during that experience, receiving information from Hashem, during that experience, receiving transmissions and visualizations from Hashem, which he brings back to Klai. So those are the tziurim. And all those tziurim, the Ramchal wants to make it very clear in this final paragraph, which we see really describes now all of Navua, from Moshe all the way down to the lowest Navi, all of those images, information, everything that he hears and perceives and sees, none of it is really Hashem. None of it can be Hashem. And and, 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 and this is this is testified by Matan Torah when Kleisel had mass prophecy. Hashem says, you didn't really see me, you didn't really hear me. You saw and heard something that the Aspaklaria was able to transmit to you um, during part of that experience. Something I, 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 I gave you via the Aspaklaria. And that's something you can only get through Navua, yes, but at the same time it's not really me. And Kleisel had full awareness that anything that they're hearing, anything that they're seeing 
is not really Hashem Mamish, it's something that's coming through the, the, the uh, convention through the Aspaklari, even Moshe himself. Because God, again, has no voice that a human can hear. God has no image that a human can see. Even Moshe Rabbeinu. So that is always going to be part of the prophetic experience. He's not seeing Hashem, he's not seeing Hashem. And part of the prophetic experience is that a Navi knows that he's not really seeing and hearing Hashem. And the reason why it's so important for the Ramchal to say this for the end, A, because it, it, it characterizes all prophecy experiences that we've been discussing this entire time. And B, part of the you know, basic precepts of Jewish belief is founded on this, that there is no way of really seeing God. There is no way of really communicating with God. There is no way of really hearing God. There is, God communicates with us through images, through Tzirim, but the Tzirim are not Mamish Hashem. And that, that's, you know, we, these are from the Ikre Amun over here, from the, from the basic principles of faith, that A, Hashem has no corporeal existence, and B, there's no way of a human being who has a corporeal existence, even Moshe, to really perceive any, to perceive and visualize and, and, and sensate any aspect of Hashem directly, never, ever, only via a tzior, which is one step removed from Hashem, which necessitates at least one aspaklaria. Okay, so that wraps up the final paragraph, the parak that wraps up the final parak, and that wraps up the third section of Derech Hashem. So this is a very big day over here in our journey through Derech Hashem. We are up to the fourth and final section. We will, as Hashem Yisbarach, save that for times yet to come. Either Elzman, we will make the, uh, we will, we will uh, make our launch on the, embark on the final section, or we'll save it maybe for after Sukkot. Not sure yet, depends on what we're going to do, Elul. Um, but, it's a big day, Baruch Hashem, we have this to go through now three out of the four sections, and third one is a very, very fundamental one. A lot of ideas are going on over here that we were able to to uh, glean from the Ramchal. And Mir uh, looking forward to the fourth and final one, looking forward to finishing the Sefer together. We'll make a big party when we're done, Rabbi Yisrael. Big, big, big party. Only party. Only party. Um, so the next few days, still have a few more days this week, we'll do something, maybe we'll learn a one-time lima over the, the next few days that's related to the nine days, maybe. Something on, 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 along those lines for the next few days. And uh, thank you all for joining.